0: Welcome to the Healthy Christian Leader Show. Our vision is to see healthy leaders leading healthy churches that transform communities with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Together we're on mission to be encouraged, focused, and equipped for harvest. Many times as Christian leaders we spend all of our time pouring out and serving others. But the reality is we need to consistently take time to reflect on our inner life with God. We believe that the best and most effective ministry flows out of people who are leading from a sense of health and wholeness in their relationship with God, their relationship with themselves, and their relationship with others. In this show, we take time to delve into biblical principles, practical strategies, and inspiring stories that are gonna help you in your journey of becoming a healthy Christian leader. So, with that being said, let's jump in and begin to think deeply about our own leadership and life with God as we grow on this journey together.
1: I'm here with our guest, Dr. Cheryl Ann Beals. Uh, she is the um, leader of Sozo Center for... Mm-hmm.
2: Soul tell us, care. Soul care. care. Tell us a little bit about it. <laughs> the Sozo Center for Soul Care. Um, what we are doing is expanding our work in clergy formation and wellness to actually work with lay leaders and congregations to help um, leaders and congregations to grow, um, to heal, to be all that God's called them to be, and using spiritual formation and soul care. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Sherilyn, you've been a very good friend of, in the network here at the Aaron Ministry Network and also a good friend for Kristen and I. Mm-hmm. And it is a Mutual. privilege to have you here on this program. You know, one of the conversations that we've had in the past that I find fascinating, mm-hmm. that I know that leaders deal with mm-hmm. not only in ministry, but they deal with it uh, in every facet mm-hmm. of leadership within society. Mm-hmm. And this discussion about powers. Mm-hmm. and. Um, what is it we were talking about? Where did that conversation come from? And, um, and, and I'd like to get into a little bit of a dialogue mm-hmm. on this.
2: Wow. Um, well, the conversation kind of came from, I think, a paper I wrote quite a while, ago, um and was kind of on the book by uh, Dr. Marva Dawn on the theology of the powers and um, just discovering that there are so many powers that are active in our lives that we really are not aware of.
1: So what, now the scripture talks about principalities and powers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So what is the difference between a principality and a power?
2: Hmm. I'm not a theologian to really give you <laughs> a really a definition of that, but I, I think to take a stab at that uh, principalities are more established, almost like a, a system, um, and power is more of a, I think, a, a lesser form. Mm-hmm. Um, but for example, in in the in the Bible, when it talks about money and mammon, so mm-hmm. money becomes a power when it becomes mammon mm-hmm. in scripture. That's an example of something becoming a power.
1: Well, and there's actually four areas that I understand that connect with this thought of mm-hmm. power. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is money sex and power. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's not four. That's three, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> I mean
2: there's other things. Technology is a big part of it today. Hmm, that's and interesting. Powers in, in terms of technology becoming a power. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's when something that God created oversteps its bounds and takes on power that mm-hmm. it was not meant to have.
1: So a power is not a demonic force. No, it's it's an any. influence within the earth. So it's a natural thing within the earth,
2: but when it oversteps it bounds, it becomes something else. Okay, it becomes so something else.
1: An example would be uh, money has a purpose mm-hmm. within the earth. It's a transaction of value, mm-hmm. and um, we transact value every day,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's essential to do that. And Jesus speaks a lot about money, mm-hmm. uh, but money can be a healthy thing. Yeah an empowering thing mm-hmm. for others mm-hmm. and we certainly see that in the scripture we do um or it can be a destructive thing
2: yeah when it starts especially. to control people's lives right controlling people's minds and behavior
1: so and i guess sex would be the same way because god has created us for procreation mm-hmm. created as good Right, Mm -hmm. but it goes outside God's boundaries. When it becomes
2: violence, when it becomes all of those things God never meant it to be.
1: Right, then it becomes destructive. Mm -hmm. And um, power being the other thing as well. God uses it for good Mm -hmm. to establish the earth,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: but it also can be used to destroy.
2: Right. I mean, the powers were created to draw us to God. Mm-hmm. When the powers start to draw us away from God, they become powers, mm-hmm. right, that are against God. But mm-hmm. they, originally, it was created to draw us to God.
1: Right. But the, the distinctive is we're not talking about some spiritual force other than God or the demonic. We're talking about um, a force that's just within the earth. It's
2: part of creation.
1: And, and how things function. Mm-hmm. uh and uh, move Mm
2: -hmm.
1: how do you find under these three things that it seems to me when i look at leaders who have fallen Mm -hmm. it just seems to fall so often around money sex and power Mm -hmm. why Mm
2: -hmm. good questions um because they have power (laughs) (laughs) and because often we don't recognize the power they have right um and we don't protect ourselves. So we think that – I mean, I often find leaders think it can't happen to me. Um, they don't recognize that there's are spiritual forces that are also working against them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so naivety is a big part of it. Um, the other part is when greed takes over, greed and lust takes over, mm-hmm. and that sense of being um, powerless and wanting power, so these become ways of gaining power. Mm-hmm um and so yeah i mean that's just basic but i mean that's just some of the ways but there's many others i'm not an expert on
1: it well one of the things that i've thought about as i've reflected on our conversation in the past Mm -hmm. is we as human beings are created with a need for significance yes right and that significance from a healthy perspective needs to be found in christ Mm -hmm. you know i'm god's son you are god's daughter mm-hmm. i am truly loved by god amen that deep deep sense of being loved and received mm-hmm. it seems to me when we don't cultivate that sense of love god's love in our life and identity mm-hmm. with found in him mm-hmm. that it makes us vulnerable
2: well, and I, those things, does which brings us sense? to the topic of trauma. Mm. I mean, the, the really one of the big things is, is that trauma does that to us. Um, trauma separates us from ourselves, it separates us from God, it separates us from others. Um, um, trauma is, you know, the real trauma often is not the event that happens to us or the experience we have. The real trauma is when we're left with the pain and we're by ourselves in the pain and there's no one to help us with it. And often that's what people experience as children. Mm. And so when we have those experiences as children, we find ways, God has given children this ability, creative ways to cope. And when you're a child, that's okay. But when you become an adult and you try to use the same ways of coping and you try to find ways to deaden the pain, to avoid the pain, then we start giving power to other things. Mm-hmm. And that start to control our lives.
1: So that could be anything from an addiction?
2: Anything from food to sex to work, anything mm-hmm. that, that helps give um, church work, mm-hmm. that helps us avoid dealing with the pain, trusting God with the pain in our lives. Mm-hmm. Can then lead us to allowing these things to have power over us.
1: And then <clears throat> basically once these things start to take root, yeah we can get into a place of imbalance yeah
2: and they start to have power
1: and if we don't rebalance mm-hmm. and get rooted where we need to be in christ
2: mm-hmm. and
1: get healthy and whole yep. then we can begin to go down one of those roads yes. where the enemy brings temptation because
2: there's a sense of false power right it gives us a sense of a false sense of power
1: Right, which was how Jesus was tempted in the desert it's to exactly, a degree. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like Satan went after him. I and, will give you
2: power. Right? Yes.
1: I'll right. make you
2: powerful. And often what happens when, when leaders fall, um, it's, usually, and it's, it's usually they're at a place where they feel powerless. Mm-hmm. And so sex becomes a way of pornography, becomes a way of trying to feel powerful, of trying to feel stronger. Right? It becomes something to try and self-medicate and deal with the pain. Or drugs or alcohol or workaholism or you name it
1: so when are we most vulnerable as leaders
2: when we're not paying attention to our own souls mm. yeah. when we're so externally focused we forget we have a soul that needs care mm.
1: I feel the Holy Spirit moving mm. in this conversation
2: well it, it's something that saddens me actually I, I feel it's, it's sad because you see people suffering when they don't necessarily have to suffer, hmm. and they don't know. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. How do we retreat into God's presence and experience his love again to be restored and become more resilient? I,
2: I, th- I think one of the things is we need to talk more about God's compassion. We talk about God's love, but compassion is different. Compassion says God understands my pain. That changes things. And the first word that God uses to describe himself in the Old Testament is compassion, and we rarely use it. So when we come to realize God is a compassionate God who cares about my pain, he even is touched by my pain, that's a game changer. (laughs) That just changes everything and allows us then to invite him into our trauma, into our pain, because we know he cares. And so my question is why is it we're keeping that away from people? Um, And and the opposite we do is we we show a model of where we say God is against you. God, you know, is angry with you. God is upset with you. No, God is, is his heart aches for us. He feels our pain. He wants to give us his joy. healing Mm. when we can begin to touch that aspect then we begin to learn also how to have self-compassion because often we're we're beating ourselves up for our brokenness we're beating ourselves up for our our our, our, yeah our brokenness our sinfulness and we don't know how to get out of it and we're actually beating ourselves up for it but when we allow God's compassion we learn to also have compassion for ourselves which then leads to compassion for others
1: That's so good. It's really interesting because, um, you know, you um, Jesus actually retreated into the presence of the Father. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you're out serving people, I think you know. You know, yes, in the church, um, God refers to. To uh, those within the body of Christ as sheep, mm-hmm. but you know, and they definitely look warm and fuzzy from a distance. <laughs> but from what I understand, they can bite. Yes, <laughs> yes. And um, when we become wounded,
2: mm-hmm.
1: we become vulnerable, mm-hmm. and we need to experience the love of God, where we desperately God. need his um, acceptance mm-hmm. and and his love Amen, mm-hmm. and his approval.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And to know that we already have his acceptance, it's really the issue is how do I learn to receive it? Mm. What I need is already there. It's just there's often walls and brokenness and things in the way that stop me from receiving the gifts that God already has there to give me. Mm. You know, and so that that learning how to open the door to it, how to Mm. to be open to it. And the other aspect is knowing I don't have to get out of where I am for God to experience God. God wants to come into the midst of where I am. Um, You know, I, I read the 23rd Psalm differently than the way I used to. You know, I used to think that, you know, after the psalmist gets out of the dark valley, then God, you know, anoints him and all these wonderful throws a party. Now I believe it's in the midst of the dark valley that God comes, throws the party, blesses him. It's mm. still dark all around, but God is still blessing and bringing his blessing into the midst of it. Mm. And that's the image um, I think we need to have, is that God wants to come into the midst of our brokenness, the midst of our pain, the midst of where we are. And bring his goodness, his mm. love, his compassion, mm. and he has the power to do that.
1: I sense that you know there are probably leaders listening to this uh, program right now that are saying, "Yes, yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes," but how?
2: Mm-hmm. But how? Mm-hmm. How? Okay. Well, part of I think helps. I mean, well, I think I know helps is we begin to focus more on God's presence with us Mm -hmm. than on what we do for God. Mm -hmm. Even more than what we know about God,
1: that we start to focus
2: on, God, I want to know your presence. I want to know you present with me. Mm -hmm. Inviting God's presence, asking to know God's presence, I think is is the first part of that. Because when we know God's presence, then we're able to be led to where we need to go. And and so that's where I start with people is helping them experience God's presence Mm. Mm -hmm.
1: So if there's a leader listening today And they are in their own home and they can't Mm -hmm. they can certainly connect to our subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel and uh, so on it to get continued Mm -hmm. information, but what can they do personally how can they find that place to go
2: okay well let me right now just kind of do a little prayer prayer exercises Mm -hmm. is you know so those who are listening I just want you to stop for a minute and I just want you just to close your eyes for a minute and just hear these words God knows you Mm -hmm. God cares for you God is for you god knows you he sees you he is for you and he is not against you and Mm. he has compassion for you receive God's compassion Mm. in Jesus name Mm.
1: amen amen that's so good Mm -hmm. that's so good and I want to encourage you to go to uh, look up Uh, the Aaron Ministry Network and check out The Well. It's a place where you can go to be encouraged in your unique call and built up in Christ Jesus. Uh, Check out The Well at AaronMinistries.com.
0: Hey friends, thanks for checking out our episode of the Healthy Christian Leader Show. We pray this episode has encouraged you on your own journey of growing as a healthy Christian leader. If this has blessed you in any way, we wanna challenge you to consider giving financially to support the work that we are doing here at Aaron Ministries. Your giving enables us to continue creating resources just like this for Christian leaders, both locally and around the world. And so if that's something that you'd be interested in, you can head on over to aaronministries.com forward slash give to partner with us today. And another way that you can partner with us is by sharing our digital resources with pastors and Christian leaders in your networks. So if this content or any other piece of content that we've created has blessed you, we would encourage you to send it to a friend and help us spread the word about what God is doing amongst Christian leaders today. Thanks for checking us out. We can't wait to see you next time.